0: live from the ToadHop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.
1: Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? We're here on a brand new Geekscape, uh, fresh from New York. Uh, Sorry we had to miss last week. We were at New York Comic Con, or at least I was. Uh, And so is my guest, Roger Craig Smith. He's the brand new voice of Batman in Batman Arkham Origins. It hits stores next Friday if you're here in the U.S. I don't know about the rest of the world because... Hey, our government's back in session. So we're <laughs> working again. Um, yeah, uh, Roger here is yep. the new voice of Batman taking over for who everybody loved, I guess, Kevin Conroy, who was in the animated series and the first two Arkham games, Arkham City and, uh, in Arkham Asylum. And of course, over here to my left, uh, your other little window is, uh, Andrew Duvall, who can currently be seen on Sci-Fi Channel's Fangasm. They've got a new, uh, they're wrapping things up next week with a two-part double header. Uh, in the Fangasm House. So if you guys have been watching SHIELD, uh ABC's Shield, really like that should be your D V R show. <laughs> and the one that you watch live should be Fangasm. You know, 'cause because uh, SHIELD can wait. And Fangasm is actually pretty great to uh Only to watch live. Episodes. Only two more episodes. Um and, and what's cool is that most of the cast man uh castmates uh, all uh like live tweet at you during the during the um Yeah it's a very
2: hands on Kind of it's web friendly, <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I
1: don't see uh, uh, Clark Gregg from Shield live tweeting with anybody. Ooh, with anybody. Snap. At least I don't. I don't follow Clark Gregg, so I think it's a bad I, opinion. He I, may. I, he may <laughs> actually be live tweeting.
2: I, I had someone ask me for an autograph, and I never had. Uh, like give an autograph before so i sent him like a card like you like a birthday card wishing him a happy birthday (laughs) wait
1: somebody emailed you asking for that yeah he's
2: like hey he like tweeted me he's like can i get an autograph i'm like yeah Yeah. so i sent i just sent him like a birthday card and then i drew a picture of myself and i autographed it underneath nice (laughs) that's pretty awesome actually
1: Yeah, you you personalized it. <laughs> yeah. Believe right.
3: in the magic of your dreams.
1: So the nice address delicious. for that uh, personalized Andrew Duvall card. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if we just follow Andrew Duvall on Twitter, I think I think we're good to go. Yeah. Um, so New York Comic Con was uh, was a lot of fun. It was my first New York Comic Con, but obviously not my first time in New York. You guys know I lived in New York if you were a follower of the show. But uh, Roger Craig Smith over here, it was his first time in New York yeah. and his first time, obviously, at New York Comic Con yeah. to promote this juggernaut of a game. Oy.
0: This Impressive. Batman
1: Arkham or <laughs> yes. like you, I mean, what, is, I don't even know where to start with this because it's huge.
3: Yeah. Uh, and neither do I, to be totally honest, because uh, in the last like few weeks when we've been sort of starting the, the whole press element of this, it's just dawning on me. <laughs> like all of a sudden going, oh, that's right. They took my voice and put it into that character that a lot of people know and love that, uh, I've gotten used to hearing a certain actor do it before me, and this could be a. I mean, it's not lost. Actually, when we got the roles, both Troy and I, Troy Baker for uh, the Joker, Voice of yeah. the Joker, yeah, yeah. He and I both were calling each other, going like, "Dude, we got it!" And then it was like, "We got it." We, oh man, <laughs> <Uh-oh. whoa." laughs> we're hanging our hats on this. Like, and this could be received in a lot of you ways. Start opening um, all the windows, I can't breathe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <I
1: can't> breathe. <laughs> That'll be fine.
3: Uh, yeah, no, I do. I, it's it's massive, and it's it's only like literally for me. I, I'm going wow, okay, I forgot. And that's kind of typical of a lot of projects because you go and you you record inside a little tiny box, and then next thing you know, it's like some very talented people take your little barkings in front of the microphone and go stick it into the animations and all that, and then it's like, oh, dude, I forgot that's what I was doing because I was in shorts and a T-shirt and just kind of being my usual goofy self.
1: But you're no novice when it comes to, like, voice acting for video games or television. I mean, you did the Assassin's Creed games. You have roles here and there on... on you know marvel X, or disney xd you're disney xd you're,
3: for uh, marvel's avengers assemble you're uh, captain america uh, captain america so you're know, captain america nuts. <laughs> i know right
1: like, like you would think that if you're captain america yeah. which uh, you know is a, is is pretty damn awesome yeah, yeah uh and he's sort of the super soldier of the yes. uh, of the marvel universe he's yes. obviously the super soldier but uh, he and batman always have like parallels you yeah, know what i mean true. like whenever you have like jla avengers they are always true. the ones who square off cuz yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're the tactical fighters yeah, yeah, right yeah by the book <laughs> They're like the by the book but Batman's the cheater. Unless yeah, let's true. Be clear he's got those little that. tools. Yeah, he's got, got his little tools. Cap's always got a
3: shield, which has always kind of irritated me because I've always said like, when's he just gonna get a gun? Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, I always say, like he's always throwing a shield. That's what Cap does. Well, I mean, you know, scene number four, Cap throws his shield. I'm like, <laughs> what if he? What if just for once, like instead, like if he held on to it because it's a good, I sure. mean, it's a defensive it's a mechanism. But he's throwing away his defense. Right. And I'm looking at like maybe <laughs> like a bazooka and then hide behind the shield. And you're onto something, right? It, it goes against character. But then he can't jump
1: around. He can't. He can't do any of the gymnastics. It's true. I know. There you go. You know exactly. Know I mean? <laughs> like, 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 do you have to do the voice uh, for yes. the gymnastics that's, too? What,
3: that's usually when I start complaining about the fact. Like, couldn't he just like I don't know. Just kind of chill out here. Wouldn't he you just kind of relax have to and like, like open up a book and Ugh. Ugh. everything. Ugh. Oh yeah, Ugh. that's why I'm like we've we've got a bank. It must be like thousands of cap throwing his shield sounds.
2: Just, yeah, hey,
1: well, that sounds like it doesn't sound doing- like <laughs> that yeah. No, that's was, not was, quite I how I do it in the show. <laughs> I was like, is he throwing his shield? <laughs> he's
0: throwing not his not shield that. into
1: his nuts. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> hey, take that, red skull. Can you do it again, Roger? Exactly. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Give me a fifteen-year-old's first time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so, knowing that they're the two t- tacticians of like the Marvel and DC universe, what, what is the voice difference between them? Because like, right now, listeners are listening and be like, "This guy sounds nothing like Batman." Of course, cars. yeah. Right. Nor Cap. I, right.
3: And and obviously, I don't I don't walk around. You know, th- the biggest problem for me. <laughs> they do outside the studio. You've been on Hollywood Boulevard. You know, That's true. You I, I saw a few of them. There were multiple Batmans. Would on, yeah. on, you walk on around they'd be Boulevard. like,
1: "You're not Batman,
3: like, dude. You're not." <laughs> I'm Batman. Um, <laughs> I am Batman. No, I, uh, for Cap, it's it's interesting. We always got like um, uh, we always call it fists on hips. Uh, okay. Colette Sunderman, the uh, the director, and I, we try to figure out this because because Cap is sort of barrel chested, uh-huh. and he's definitely is a Boy Scout, and it's almost like it's almost a little bit of like who, who's the guy <laughs> uh, uh, John Wayne, right? I guess you know it's like it's, you know without the but it's <laughs> you know, the it's thing. like you know impossible is what we do. He's he's just you know hey. You know, buy the book. And Batman always works low and he's dark, and he just, and, which is hard to do because people are like, Do <laughs> the voice At like a bar that's pretty or something. Do like,
1: the voice That, that like, Batman you were just doing wasn't bad, was it? I'm that's try, that's well, good.
3: You know, and that wasn't even really, I mean, you know, we've... I know, we've, I know. I've you on yeah. the spot. Exactly, man. And the There's
4: pressure. People <laughs> are going to judge that. It's going to get out there and they're going to already hate me <laughs> and the game doesn't even come out
3: it. No, it's just, you know, batmans he's the, he's the Dark Knight, so right. he's always working. He's dark. All right, conversation
1: between registered. Cap and Batman, go. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Cap, or, or sorry, Batman, catch! <laughs> did, <laughs> I'm did, my shield. Did you have to audition for the Batman role? Absolutely, or? yeah, yeah. yeah. A, lo- a
3: lot of people ask um, on most of these things, like, you know, whether taking Sonic or 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 anything. I mean, like, I've never had a job. Like, there's maybe Doesn't doing... Urkel
1: have Sonic pretty much locked up, though? <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> Isn't that But I role? edged him out, man. Wait, wait, I edged wait. him out. Well, what's, the name, what's the name of that actor? Uh, Jaleel White. Or, so Jaleel White was Sonic for like ever on those <laughs>
3: cartoons? Not, well, uh, I, don't know if, I don't know about the cartoons, it was Jaleel White, Ryan Drummond, Jason Griffith, and then myself after that.
1: And you're like, what, the, the Dark World one? The, like the no, new one, the Sonic? no, It's
3: the Dark World, it depends on the fans. Well, what's the Sonic? <laughs> uh, Sonic Just Sonic the Hedgehog. You? I've been doing since Sonic- Oh, the Sonic. cartoon? No, uh, the, the video games. games. Yeah, 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 I was in Wreck-It Ralph even. Yeah, wow. I Sonic. saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does Sonic sound like? Uh, if you leave your game- Whatever you do, don't die. Yeah. Batman as well. Right. That's yeah. Right. And I narrate Say Yes to the Dress. So I'm, I'm I'm out to ruin all the characters I play with all the other jobs that I do. That's so pretty awesome. Do it.
1: Then do Batman Fighting Sonic with Captain America. No, Penny. Okay, okay. Hang on a sec. Uh, give me a minute. Yeah, you're like the ultimate party guest.
3: Uh, well, yeah. You get a couple drinks of me. That's possible. Um, does it happen? But it does. Yeah. But it's usually not, it's not witty at that point. Right, right. It gets, it gets it's just ugly. sloppy. It's just it's sloppy, like <laughs> and, and my my talent of just hand farts is, like, what... And Batman just gasses that. himself again. Exactly. And then it's just, I'm ruining the character.
1: You, Your drunk Batman is the one who got the giant dinosaur and the giant penny into the Batcave. There you, you go. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, See? Like, why the hell did you Batman know. have a giant dinosaur <laughs> and a giant penny in the Batcave? Alcohol. He, he, he woke up one morning and goes, oh, shit, I've been out pranking again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's got to be some fucking prank that he pulled. That would be.
3: I mean, if you know, but it, but all things are possible with alcohol, right? It, you got to add that into continuity right there.
1: Yeah. So so Arkham Origins, obviously I played through all of Arkham Asylum. I played through all of Arkham City. Arkham Origins, obviously it takes place before those two. Correct. It has a more open uh, area. It has a, a more open Gotham. Correct. Is the map actually larger than Gotham City? I believe it physically Arkham it City? is. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, So it's a bigger map. I believe map. It's, a, it's a larger open world, yeah. And and you can kind of do the same thing where you follow you know the you can kind of do it wherever you want to go linear to go. or
3: yeah exactly linear or I think they've got all these other little side missions I mean Eric Eric Holmes our creative director is obviously <clears> much <throat> better at, at describing all the uh, the nooks and crannies of it uh, than I am but um, he's obviously hosted a ton of videos that are out there with right. this stuff but yeah I mean it's uh, there's crimes in progress. There's all these things that you can do side missions. There's all these different little you know things that you can do as opposed to just going through main story lo- you know, st- main story mode right. in like that linear fashion. Um,
1: and uh, and how so? How much? How long did it take you to record all that stuff? Because I'm guessing the game is pretty immense.
3: I would say it's an interesting thing. It's sort of testimony to to, to how passionate uh, everybody at Warner Brothers Montreal is um, when it comes to uh, this character um, because we we worked on this. We had voiceover sessions for about a solid year. Now that wasn't, you know, five days a week, you know, sure. eight hours a day kind of thing. You got to do it some was cap spread out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do some cap every now and then. A little Sonic here and there, <laughs> you know, a little sprinkling. I got to go work <laughs> for the distinguished competition. Just, exactly. Right. I'm playing both sides. I'm a floozy. Um, but no, it was about a, it was about a solid year, and we, um, uh, gosh, I mean, I, you know, it's like you take some time off here and there, but we we were working really hard on just making sure that what we were doing was correct for the characters. That mm-hmm. was. Uh, and I would say that we probably worked on the first five or six uh, episodes, or episodes, five or six sessions, um, uh, for the game. We're just trying to figure out like what version of Batman are we trying to capture here, mm-hmm. uh, because we were trying to sort of, you know, it was it was not lost on us that we have two previous you know rocksteady versions of this game um, that that have been lauded by by critics and fans alike, and we need to make sure that we're we're not stepping so far out of the way of that, but we're still doing a prequel, right. Um, that being said, we gotta do performances that we can understand this is a developmental Batman. He's more uh, high-pitched. Is that what you're
1: saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. I'm getting. Explain to me, <laughs> Alfred. Can you explain to me these feelings I'm getting? <laughs>
3: exactly. There are changes <laughs> happening to my body. <laughs> um, no, it was. And uh, we wanted also. I mean, Troy had pointed out. Uh, sorry if I keep banging. Then the desk there. You're, Batman. <laughs> You're exactly. Batman. You're breaking. <laughs> <Exactly>. shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm violent. Um, it. Uh, you know, Troy had pointed out in the past that we, one of the things we had to be mindful of is is that there were like sort of points on the horizon. You know, with regard to the characters and their voices that we had to. Know that, or make it sort of believable that this version of Batman or this version of Joker could be, you know, conceivably. Uh, yeah, I can see that. That'll be the the Hamill version that we've right. come to know in the previous games, or this is the Kevin Conroy version of Batman that we know. But with that being the case, we also knew we had to kind of push some boundaries with it. Um, yeah, you
1: didn't want to just do a Kevin Conroy. No, because then right? why Why have us doing it? Now,
3: granted, it was a prequel. They wanted some younger sounding voices. But it's like at that point, it, you know, especially since th- so much of this is kind of like trying to explore a more unrefined, a more uh, less defined Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we wouldn't want it, I mean, and, and I can't. It, people talk about stepping into the shoes of and all that. I can't do that. There's no you can't. You can't match, you can't act like you're going to be, you know, the poor man's Kevin Conroy here and be, you know, doing an impersonation or an impression because then it's just, that would just be so insulting, I think, to the character, for one, and the fans, and to Kevin. Right. Um, did, did he uh, give you any advice? No, I've actually not met Kevin since we have been doing this Hey, Johnny, you
1: want to bring him in? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. no! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: um,
3: no, I haven't and, – and actually a lot of people were asking about the preparation for it and that kind of thing and what did you do and, and went back and visited Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. And, uh, but, but sort of quickly I, I, I found myself going, I don't want to get too much of an idea of what, what we've done in the past simply because I knew we were going to take a, a fresh perspective on right. this. So yeah. If further sure. games
1: are down the line, then you want to be able to in- inhabit that character. Yeah, and, yeah. A,
3: and also for me, it's like I also don't tend to want to over-prepare for things just because I know you get into a voiceover session. And very unlike Batman. <laughs> very <laughs> Sorry. unlike Batman. And very unlike Cap while Strike we're at it as well. Against. Exactly. Strike Sorry. against. Strike <laughs> uh, You know, it's, it's because I get into a voiceover session, I could walk in and, and, and think that I am this brilliant voice actor who's made his choice. And this is the character I'm going to review right. and and then they go, yeah, no, uh, let's <laughs> try it again, a little you, louder, faster, <laughs> funnier, than whatever it is. Have you heard when
1: uh, when, when it was uh, Captain Kirk? What's his name? Um, um, chatner Shatner. Sabotage. Shattner. Have you heard that sabotage. one? Have you yes. heard that one? sabotage. All that. He, all he it, goes, don't tell me how to do my voice. Exactly. It sickens me. It sickens me. <laughs> don't You tell say
3: me. sabotage. I say sabotage. <laughs> uh, we've heard great. all those things, and they, then uh, they were playing it on Stern this week. Goes, oh, were they really? He
1: goes. It sickens me. <laughs> yeah, and the
3: uh, the best is the Orson Welles one where it's uh, oh yeah, and, then the, and the Animaniacs did their version of it as well because Maurice LaMarche, who's who's king, uh, you know, did his uh, his version uh, with that, which was awesome. Uh, and then the the drunk champagne one, have you seen that? Yeah. Like, oh, there's like something where where Orson was doing a, a, a like a live action TV commercial, and he was quite obviously hammered. <laughs> and it's like, and it's so funny because it's like he's trying to you know pimp out this champagne product or California sparkling wine. Sure. And uh, and it's just you know. Br- bird in the French tradition. That's what they call, it. That's what they call it, that crap that
1: comes in a box. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's box wine. It, it's California sparkling wine. It was the incredible. of hobos. Exactly. <laughs> like Barry White. Or uh, airlines. And then Barry White did one where he's like, you sons of bitches. Oh, like, really? Barry White's got a pretty good one. I haven't heard <laughs> it. Where like, the outtakes are all him cursing everybody out. How oh, funny. But definitely the, it sickens me. Yes. The, the William Shatner one still me. one of my
4: favorites. How dare you to do my <laughs> job.
2: That's so bad. Great. That's way better than my... my. Kirk. Do you have a Kirk? My my Kirk. Everybody's is, got everybody's got yeah, impressions I, I, I and Kirks a, and I, I things like a, that. But my Kirk is just like I just go I. Have a plan. <laughs> it's the pause.
3: That's it. Yeah. But it, was, it was Kevin Pollak who said it's You know, he's mastered the uh, the, the the art of dramatic pause, mm-hmm. uh, dramatic, or pause acting or something like that. Yeah, so, I do. I,
1: I do. John Van and that's it. Let me hear. It. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I, You've I, been doing I, like you I, I, know, Dance Monkey I'm with Captain. Uh, I'm still doing the con cold thing. That's gonna be my out. Is the con cold? <laughs> oh, nice con. Funk. I got the con. I got a little bit of it. I got a little bit of it.
3: And Purell wipes, dude. You got to keep them on hand. I know. And
1: we've been doing that. We were at the Lion Forge booth. I have a the, uh, we, the Lion Forge guys just launched Airwolf and Knight Rider as comic books yesterday and then I've got my uh, I've got my, <laughs> I've got my, I've got my Miami Vice That's comic good. coming out. Uh, it's supposed <laughs> to come out in November but I oh, think really? it's actually going to come out in 2014. Sorry. Oh, right, yeah. yeah no I I was I, I was, I was right. told I mean at the con I was told November but then uh, production you know there were a couple of hiccups with downloads and things like that yesterday with their books so it's like hey let's just be safe and let's let's maybe have Miami Vice come out in January. I'm okay with whatever makes okay. the book better. You're know, you gonna yeah. cry. It'll be up. Right. <laughs> I mean, my my whole thing is I read this thing Mark Wade wrote, and he's like, the whole point is that your work is good, and I think that that works with you, right? Like, like you don't want anything piecemeal, and you're okay with delays. Like they just they just delayed Watch Dogs, the video game. Yeah. You know, they they delay these things, but. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter when it gets released so within months of each other. It, once it's out, it's out, and that's what it's going to be remembered yeah, as Yeah, you'd rather have it be good than
2: have well, it Well, Valve out. is, yeah.
3: like, king of that. Like sure. They, they don't, like, we're, not we're not giving you a release date. we're not giving you a Half-Life we'll 3. We'll tell you when it's done, it's done. And I've, right. I've heard, like, their whole corporate structure as well. I might be wrong, but... Is that they, I mean, everybody from like the lowest level, you know, developer, the lowest level uh, uh, animator, you know, programmer, all that stuff, you know, the game testers, it's like somebody sees something or has a suggestion, it's like, let's explore it. And then you know, let's make the absolute best product that we can, and test the heck out of it. And if it and if it goes, and if it's a quality product, we'll put it out. But we're not going to say, yep, for sure, October twenty fifth. And then you know, oops. Uh, you know, which, and they're
2: which, which they're kind of really striking with, with the
1: that. when the irons they're striking, I think, with the right opportunity with this new valve actual system. Yeah, like, like Valve has these multiple systems like that. You can you can get. This is just what I'm thinking. Anybody who wants to call up and correct me on this, 323-622-8623, but from what I can tell, Valve is doing a, basically a Steam system, a Steam-based With the controller ga- ga- that you're talking system. about and all that? Right. Yeah, but yeah. But the, but the consoles, there are like nine different versions of them. Oh, really? And it's like, why should we stick to one box? You play how you play. Oh, that's the different cool. systems, you know, you buy the one that's right for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, I, and, I mean, they released that image that had like nine different shapes. I didn't see different, that. Different shaped consoles. And I was like, whoa. I mean, with... PS4 and Xbox One just kind of fighting each other. Yep. Now you've got this Steam machine, which is going to be, you know, probably cloud-based with the Steam stuff, and it's yeah. just going to work through steaming. Through what is streaming. it, like, giving it, it,
3: you the option of, like, of, of swapping out different like what if you want to if you if depending upon the ty- type of games that you play typically you want a yeah. faster processor faster graphics card Yeah if, if you
1: want to do a lot of uh, I'm I'm guessing here and again there's a phone number if you want to give me more information What's that number <laughs> Johnny what's that number <laughs> three, two, <laughs> three two two six two two two. That's right operator uh, standing by So uh <laughs> yeah the idea is if you, if you're if you're doing a lot of social gaming that you're going to need a whole different type of streaming than well, if you're what, just console based
2: you... Do different kind of games. Do you have to have I've I, different... I have no idea. <laughs> so you have to again, find, like Steam, like, like they secretive. <laughs> the controller is just like seeing that, like without the, there's
1: something. But you're about... used to a battering. What's that? You're used to a battering. Yeah, well, okay, sorry.
3: I'm like, sorry, I wasn't in character there for a moment. But yes, I am. Uh, Alfred kicked this guy's butt. Um, the uh, the notion of, like, not, like pressing forward on a button right. and not having the... I mean, like, there's something about, like, like, when you're rounding a corner, if you're playing a racing game or something like that, and you're just, like, jamming your thumb into the controller, to not have that resistance is going to be really interesting to see how mm. that works. Because it looks like they've just got, what, they were taking, like, vibration feedback and all this kind of stuff that... It, that uh, it's i don't know it's going to be really interesting to see how that works cuz where's the limit how do you know right. like if you if you've got it cranked all the way kind of thing if you don't get that
0: sure that, no that, I that hear feedback.
3: you it's going to be really interesting to see how they uh how they do that well, that uh, was my first reaction i mean we'll I see know. i
1: mean i i'm waiting for the bugs to be out of the ps4 and the xbox one yeah i'm going to wait you like what a mean? year before find five <clears> good <it>. five years <laughs> yeah good i mean five i don't years. think you red ring of death <laughs> i don't think the ps is done. I mean, the, the biggest no. game just came out. You yeah. know what I mean? GTA just came out for <laughs> yeah, both yeah, systems. So yeah. yep. now is
3: the Batman game? Is that going to like? It's it's only this gen. It's not uh, not gonna next gen. Do I next don't I don't believe it's next gen. I don't believe it's next gen. Um, okay. You
1: know, right? But if it is, I mean, they're probably gonna. Act. Add features. I don't know. Like when if Arkham they City. Did, you know, I mean, who knows? I, I have no idea. Arkham like, City so went many... to the Wii U and it had like the armored edition. yep, yep yeah. So maybe the you know, I know that you can't stuff speak is on so it. beyond
3: me. It's like you <laughs> know, that ain't my pay, pay grade, me. soldier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not my rodeo.
0: So what was
1: your New York Comic Con experience? Because I had a kind of a you know it was nice, but it wasn't until I I kind of New York Comic Con and I know you wanted to be there, Andrew. And I did meet Sal and uh, Molly and Kristen from Fangasm there with Regina. I saw them on the floor and we. Uh, we hung out but um, I know you wanted to be there the the, the, yeah. the con has kind of a weird personality it's sort of this uh, it's not like San Diego, it's smaller than San Diego but it still kind of has this aspiration to have the Hollywood element to it mm-hmm. and it feels kind of like a wonder con it doesn't have like the, the spastic excitement weirdness that Kamikaze has it really is it's own con and I was, it's kind of a weird feeling, like it's, it's like a it's got like it's weird personality and then I will say this I then discovered Artist Alley, and I wrote an article up on the site about it at Geekscape.net if you want to read it. But basically, I discovered Artist Alley, and it was the best Artist Alley of any con I've ever been to. And usually, Artist Alley is one of those things that's like, oh, comics. What this is all based on? Uh-huh. Let's, let's ignore that Comic Con. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, San Diego puts them in like a corner. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, here are these guys who are making, you know, nothing off their sketches, which these, you know, giant, you know, companies are making billions off of. And these guys are over here. They <laughs> they just signed dumb contracts. Yeah. And uh, and they're over there doing sketches and stuff for 20 bucks. Um, it was almost a separate con at, 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 uh, at New York Comic Con. That's it really was cool. literally down a hallway and almost in a separate building. Wow. But that being said... It was where all the collaboration was going down. It was where everybody was celebrating comic books. And so walking up and down the rows of Artist Alley you would have, like, Jerome Pena, who's doing Infinity right now for Marvel. And he's right next to, like, Ace Continuado, who did my comic book. Uh, or he's next to Jimmy Palmiotti, Or he's next to this guy. And it was a great way to discover all these different new artists or all these new, new comic books. And it really was, as I wrote, the heart of the con. And it was the, it's the strongest element of New York Comic Con. It was the strongest artist alley I've ever seen. And it was really a cool yeah, place. That's and, right. And I got to meet people who I've been fans of for decades and they're just hanging out uh and are it's not you know disparate like it is at yeah. other cons where it's like
3: oh you know it's it just didn't the red headed stepchild it was of pretty the con concentrated.
1: yeah it was great it was fantastic
3: i've actually i mean this was my first new york comic con first time in new york mm-hmm. thing, you know in general but i i've heard it described that way and they were saying no it's it's a much more purist type of uh, of a con in comparison to san diego mm-hmm. i mean san diego san diego was a spectacle it was the first time i actually yeah it was actually the first time i'd been there was was for this when we first started promoting the game down there um and I was just like, my God, this is insane. This is a ton <laughs> of people. Like, my God. My <laughs> goodness. Um, That's uh, so good. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's <laughs> more the Jim Carrey version of, 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 of him doing It's, it's Jim doing, Shatner <laughs> doing. Um, but no, and New York was like, it feels like, I think it's because, look, we're so close to L.A. and San Diego. And L.A. is very <laughs> much a town of. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, really? How's that working out for you? You know, it's that jaded kind of like you know, uh, cynical, just sort of like, yeah, that's cool. My brother does the same thing. And, and like, you know, so whatever. And and in New York, you've got I think you've just got a more passionate fan base because you're far enough removed from Hollywood, and I think also uh, logistically to try to get all of the major studios out to New York and get them right. from L.A. and all you kind of shook stuff. Them. Well, yeah, it's like yeah. It's, it's like you know, it's like you got to be really dedicated as far as if, of a studio to, to to ship all your people over there and get all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of money spent mm-hmm. to get you know, over there and get your presence over there. And so I think it's more about just like it's. I mean, I, I thought there was way more cosplay from it's my a perspective. Really good point. Yeah, I just went. These are fans. This isn't like. I mean, you know, I remember San Diego going mixed in with all this. I can see people on their Bluetooth. Absolutely. And and so it's like, you know, like there's a really good looking Wonder Woman and she's down here to have fun. And there's her husband and their kids and they brought the family. And then that's that's a network exec. And Mm -hmm. oh, that's an agent or you just go. This is weird. It it, it doesn't feel like it's for the fans. And up there, I was just like walking around going, this is so cool. Yeah, it's a celebration of that whole culture, which is what it's intended for. And you know before Hollywood gets its grubby little paws on it, kind of thing. No,
1: that's a really, really, really good point. Um, what was your, the favorite cosplay that you saw? Did you see anything that really blew you away? Did you see the oh, Batman with saw... who extended his wings? No. There was a Batman, and he's he looks great. I was like, oh, that's a really great Batman. And then he and then somebody's like, can I take a picture with you? And he goes, and he sure. And there's a person the stands in front out. of him, and he just goes, flap, 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 and the the wings went like no eight way, feet. that's insane. It was awesome. <laughs> How did he do it? Uh, he had some kind of lever mechanism. That's you should, crazy. I mean, you, should, you should actually know. <laughs> I, I, right. I I'm not. Well, I, was, yeah. I was
3: just <clears throat> sorry. Am I back in character again? What am I
1: doing, man? I can't tap dance for you.
3: Um, I think there was somebody that was there. Um, again, I got I got to see so little of it. Um, right. We were. We, it was like you know down you here, and then off to the little. Uh, what's that? I hate my job. No, no you can't. I love my job. Um, you know, these are nice first world problems. I only got to see a little bit of the Comic-Con because <laughs> we were being shuttled from press event to press event. Uh, poor me. Um, <laughs> the uh, There was a guy that did Doc Ock with the, mm. the arms. And it was like, I mean, it was, it was a homemade costume, but it was really cool. I mean, we mm. were walking by going, dang, man, that's, you know, that's incredible. That's, that's no easy feat. Um, but that was the one that kind of stuck out. Or stuck the, out uh,
1: so, so my wife came. Uh Laura came and she brought our dog Chappie all the way. He's our little Frenchie. Nice. And uh and he flew over there and he had a medical alert vest and he came to the con. <laughs> nice. And we got him uh I think um Pet Petco has this uh whole line of Star Wars stuff.
3: Oh how cool. And so Ooh.
1: they have a little Chewbacca like sweater outfit. Nice. It has a bandolier and everything for dogs. And so they gave some to us. And um and Chappie comes in with his Chewbacca, and this is where I started feeling really bad. Because some <laughs> of these cosplayers spent, like, a ton of time and a yeah. ton of money on the house. getting all the attention. There was a Wolverine there who I had to double take to make sure it wasn't Hugh Jackman. Wow. Like the dude was ripped. He was handsome. He had the hair. He had That's everything. Cool. And he had the claws, like those metal claws you buy from eBay illegally. Yeah. And <laughs> and like like he was taking all these photos. And then somebody goes, "Oh my God, there's a dog dressed like Chewbacca!" <laughs> and immediately all the Not heads everybody. and all the cam- like all the cameras, turned around. And like he was on CNN. Oh, wow. I looked. I did like a Google search two days ago. I was like, I wonder what happened to all those photographers because he had hundreds and hundreds of photos taken of them. That's him. cool. Just a little Frenchie going, yeah, and <laughs> like a in like a, in like a little oh, yeah, a little chatbacca. <laughs> and uh, and people were just like turning around from the actual cosplayers. And they were just looking at this dog who was in a furry sweater with a bandolier. And Dogs I was like, rule. I, was like, I don't really feel bad for some of these no. people who are like, I'm going to be a slutty Harley Quinn. Oh, damn it. Well, first off, that's not a very
3: original idea. Cause right,
1: right, right. right. Like, let's be honest. And, and am I just the only deal. one out here who thinks that the people who dress as Deadpools are probably assholes in real life? <laughs> you know, like, like, like. It's, it's pretty reflective. That's, that's pretty an interesting annoying. thing you'll
3: see where you kind of go like, yeah, that's not a costume for you. That's uh, that's a bit of a mirror, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is your the looking glass self But the or Deadpools
1: whatever. are always, at the cons, the Deadpools are always like, I'm going to be in your face. I'm Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect perfect shut excuse. up. Yeah. I, I
2: was always so bad with my cosplaying because I couldn't like afford it, so it was just very much like a T-shirt and, yeah, and a yeah. superhero I was. <laughs> It'll yeah, be like guys a- <laughs> always go funny though. Guys
3: go funny for especially for Halloween right. and stuff like that too. It's like I mean, it's like that's like the, the the one get out get out of jail free card for ladies. When did it become that it's like you can take the most boring sort of like character and and make it a much more lady of the night version and therefore <laughs> That's okay, <laughs> and it's like you know I'm a nurse, but no, I'm a naughty nurse, and it's like I'm a cop, I'm a naughty cop, and guys just usually do really stupid stuff, or,
2: right? You know, goofy I, things. I just had a shirt with a cape and then there Superman you go. ran across it. There well, you go. What
1: was, well, was cool the uh, Tuesday night on FANGASM was that you were wearing, you were just randomly wearing a Jurassic Park shirt. Oh yeah, and you went to to uh, to what was the name of the place? We the, went to Frankincense. Frankincense Frank over and here we, off the
2: yeah. yeah. We had to like paint a tentacle, and then because we. Painted the tentacle really well. They're like, ah, oh, you know, you know how to paint. Congratulations. Now look at like a actual Jurassic Park Jeep.
1: Yeah, so they, nice. they had one of the Jeeps from Jurassic Park. And you're wearing out. the shirt. I was wearing and the we shirt. We the shirt you and got to take a picture with like the the Jeep and stuff. It was That's great. awesome. Because so we actually cool. have a Velociraptor in the other room. That's really. Awesome. you really.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and kills everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Starts clicking on the table. I, w- I wanted Steam to drive it,
2: but they wouldn't let me. Like, you want to
1: drive the jeep? I wouldn't
2: let you drive the jeep. <laughs>
1: I'm like, let me drive it around. They drive around themselves. The <laughs> hey, please, guys, I work for a rental car company. Please, just let me drive the. Car. You see the shirt?
3: <laughs> I'm qualified.
1: Yeah. I just gotta get it down to the dock so I can give this uh, <laughs> this uh, can of, uh, of foam to somebody. <laughs> Here we go. No, so that that's awesome. Uh, so New York, did you actually get to experience any New York? New York City. Not really,
3: man. I mean, it was like I. I feel like I, I. experienced, you know, for my first time in New York, from the back of of cabs and right. uh, and the back of like Suburbans and stuff. And the that weather was awesome. It was
0: incredible. The weather was, I was we in were a shirt. We were hot. Like I was Troy. In a t-shirt.
3: Troy gets he gets you know dressed up, man. He puts. And on Troy's doing the, the Joker. He's the Joker. He's got to dress up. He's got to be in a suit because he's the Joker. But right? but that's it, regardless. It, it, right. if, it's, if it's if it's if it's Tuesday and eighty degrees, Troy's got a scarf on and his and his cap and stuff. So he's just Mister Fashionista. He's like this is the guy is a sharp dresser. Mm-hmm. But we got there uh, for the final day, and we, we knew we had a panel coming up and all that, and so we were trying to like step it up a little bit. And uh, I layered; I, I mm-hmm. had on the the undershirt and the 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 henley,
0: right, and the uh, the
3: jacket. you are gonna be taking photos the fans. Exactly, you know, gotta yeah. Yeah, 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 step it up. And he was in just like this full outfit, and, and we got down like into the area where we're gonna be, you know, sort of the holding area. And he was like, "Dude, I'm so hot right now. He's <laughs> like, I'm burning up because we were sitting there going like, everybody's expecting fall weather in in, right. in New York. you know. Iowa. not Is quite winter, you, yeah. but still. And then it was like, dude, it was 68, 70 degrees, you know, during the day. And then it didn't get, like, at all miserable cold in the evening. So, yeah, we were definitely there. On the walk back, we walked back from Javits back to our hotel and it was like you're just like taking the layers off, going, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. just, just leaving them on the street. Yeah, exactly. it's, you like, know? it's like a breadcrumb. If you want to find Batman, there's there a breadcrumb. It's stuff. Batman breadcrumbs.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it's a shame. I mean the only part that you got to see was literally. <laughs>
3: I'm serious. I I, I walked. You're Central Square. Park.
1: Like you were near C- Central Park. Yeah, yeah. You were in fact, two, but I was staying on the wrong Park. side
3: of the hotel to actually see it. And so I, I like all of a sudden they were like, yeah, Central Park, man, the view is incredible. And I was like, oh yeah, in the elevator, I see a tree hallway. I was like, yeah, okay. All right, but I because we flew in on Thursday night. We met in the hotel lobby, uh, got our you know, everybody got their rooms. We went down, met, had some drinks, talked about what we were going to do for the next day. And the next day was a full day of press, um, and are all different sites, you know, from Javits to different little offices all over the place. And then uh, Saturday was roughly the same thing, and Sunday morning I was on a uh, I was taking a ride back to the airport at eight fifteen in the morning.
1: You can't ask these people at Warner Brothers for just a couple more hours. Hey, they're being really day, good to like me. That. So actually, I
3: might have even opted for the earlier flight what out. What if you as did well. that and they were like,
1: oh, "I got another Kevin
2: Conrad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, oh. That'd be weird. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, no, no I'm sure know. he's nice. No, I've
3: I've heard nothing but everybody just says he could not be a nicer guy, which is. Really cool. I'm out to just destroy the character by being just a, a,
1: just
3: he's, like the, be a he, he's like the drunken Superman <laughs> in Superman 3. He's
4: like, ah, it's the wrong kind of temperature, Christian.
3: Argyle socks in here now. <laughs> <laughs> the old green eminent. I just want the chocolate, but show You
1: breathe on channel. him. How dare you? <laughs> well, guys, we should take a spot break. We'll get a couple of advertisers up. And uh, when we get back, we're going to talk to... Uh, Roger and Andrew, but we'll talk to Roger about what it's not filling in the suit. But I want to hear if you've had any horror stories with fans coming at you and being like, hey, <laughs> you're not the, you know, how are you? Well, you get it. You get it. Okay. We'll be right back on Geekscape.
3: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching
0: we <laughs>
1: So maybe you've got a great idea for a business and want to start selling your products or services online. Maybe you're an established business owner looking for new customers. Or maybe you're interested in starting a personal website. No matter who you are, GoDaddy wants to help you kick ass online. Right now, GoDaddy is offering .com domains for just $1.99. It's go time. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code TOAD to get your $1.99.com or click on the GoDaddy graphic on the Toad Hop website. Some limitations apply. See website for details.
3: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
1: Hey, what's up, Geeks Gamers? We're back with Roger Craig Smith. He's the voice of Batman in the upcoming Batman Arkham Origins, which is available next week. Um, And I'm guessing if you're fans of Arkham City and Arkham Asylum that came before it, this one's going to be... The one that you want to pick up too, I um, hope so. you know. And, and you know what? You've had enough GTA already. You've <laughs> Come had on, GTA go to bed. for a month. Good lord! You've had a week of working yeah. online, which uh, I played. Uh, I, you know, I got I got called the N word by a, a white guy in Kentucky the other night. That oh, that's happens. Wonderful. Uh, that happened <laughs> <On> a lot <laughs> on on yeah, Xbox he, Live. You know, I, I was doing a race and I and I accidentally crazy. sideswiped him. He's like, "Oh, this is the way it's gonna be." Mm-mm. And I was Whoa. like, hey, dude, come on. No, yeah. don't do this. <laughs> that, that happens a lot. Yeah. i I, I got to say, though, um, you can mute the people who aren't in your crew or your friends list or doing the missions with you, which is great because there's a lot of heavy breathing. Uh, from, <laughs> That's like, the worst you know, with yeah. a microphone. And then I, um, but I do enjoy it. There's a Geekscape crew. If you guys are on the social, uh, you know, like the, 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 the Rockstar Games social club, join the Geekscape crew. We'll watch your back. And Sorry, it's a lot more fun to play with us because we're all, we're, all, uh, we're all kind of on the same team. And I got to say, in the missions, people haven't totally been dickish. You know, people sometimes, for the most part, people have accepted it's a mission. We do better if we finish this together. Yeah, Rockstar did a good job of. Like, in incentivizing people to not just shoot each other in the head once they're out, done with the mission, yeah. um, but but this this Arkham Origins.
4: The, <laughs> Mom, like, get out of my room.
1: He goes, Mom, now.
3: Stop Mom, it! get out of my room. It's not a processor. I don't have to go to work now. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah I had I had this one kid who was like, I did not know this. <laughs> I was like, Why is that guy so Are far you behind eating me? Are you your microphone? i didn't know this and i was like oh no oh no i was like i can't take these yeah. experience points i'm taking them <laughs> from some, i'm taking them from somebody with either mental disorder or a 12 year old And it like, scared me really? like
2: uh they just people just kept telling me like i want to i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you then i'm going to rape you i'm like "Well, really i'm like i'm like so the, le- I, the learning curve is already to, that far down. I, I
1: gotta switch to xbox <laughs> yeah
2: it's it's, it's it's intense it's like i'm going to rape you kill xbox you take all scary. your money and i'm like I'm I gotta, just gonna play the single oh, man. Yeah, like, yeah. If you're playing on PlayStation, play. you ain't doing it right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I want to play with that. Yeah. I'll be like, all right. <laughs> like really? You just gotta. Just, just, just call, something that can happen in the game. Calm on their bluff. Be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Age, sex, location. <laughs> Use it against them. Use it against them. So talk about this transition from Rock City as much as you can to the Warner Brothers games. Is that what they're called? And like, and like, has it? I mean, because you you think the nerds. Hate the idea of stability, you know, like Rocksteady being like, no, they're not involved anymore, and this game's gonna suck, and it's not Kevin Conroy, it's not Mark Hamill. Ah. I don't know. I
3: mean, it's if anything, it's not. I mean, it's, it's a passionate fan base, and I get right. that. I mean, because obviously, I mean, that's kind of tying into what we were talking about with like New York Comic Con. These are people that that come together because they are so passionate about a character or or a concept or a or a franchise or whatever it might be. Um, and and I get it. I I knew this this is why Troy and I were both going like, oh, we got it. Oh, we got it. Oh boy. Uh, it's like if you see The Simpsons in Spanish or whatever non-native you know, native language, you go, what? That's not how Homer sounds. I mean, right. this, yeah. is, this is who you come to know. And, and they become the character, and you are passionate. I would argue that, that you are passionate about the character. And, and therefore, I, I totally understand that people are going to be – initially, they're going to go, wait a minute. Um, this isn't the same studio, so right. don't mess with our character. And mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like when people are flipping out about you know batfleck and all that kind of stuff you go just let it happen let it let's see what i mean the, the reality of this is everybody at warner brothers montreal do you do you honestly think that anybody gets an opportunity like this e- e- either to play the voice of batman or to animate make batman game, yeah. or to make a game or to be involved with something that's this iconic is gonna sit there and go like it's gonna be a piece of cake. I'm just gonna like phone it in. <laughs> yeah, because I don't care about the character. It's like no. Hey, can everybody... you guys give us all your assets and we'll do <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. You know, we'll do just clean those up. And no, and uh... everybody, everybody wants to at every single point in time. And I'm sure Rocksteady. they want to improve upon every single game they make. I mean, that, if, if you're passionate about what you do, that's that's the approach.
1: And is Rocksteady working on the Silver Age DC game? Like, remember the rumor? <laughs> I'm
3: not in the work room, Rocksteady, and I don't know nothing. I'm not gonna. I don't know, dude. Look, I mean, don't give me the look. What's Venice. Are you Venice?
1: Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> 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 I mean, there's that rumor, right, that 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 Rocksteady's working on a Silver Age DC open world game, I would and that's have like no the next clue. thing. And they haven't called you and been like, "Hey, we
3: need
4: a bubble. <laughs>
3: I've had no clue. No, I, I honestly don't. I mean, the reality, too, for me is, I. I, you know, if the phone rings and somebody says, we well, want you to go do something, I'm, I'm thrilled. Every, right. every, every day behind a VO microphone is an awesome day. As an um, actor, I
1: think that's a great attitude.
3: it's Well, you have to. I mean, right. like I mean, the reality, too, I, I, I use that. The reality. Um, <laughs> it's my go-to phrase. I don't, play <laughs> it's I don't by, work in reality, but go I work to. in reality. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll call it reality. <laughs> you say reality. I say reality. It sickens me. Uh, it sickens me. <laughs> don't tell me how to say reality. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, every time I turn on the television, listen to the radio, play a game, that kind of thing, I hear all the work I didn't book. Oh, uh, so yeah, you have to just yeah. know, you know, like, if the, if the phone rings and somebody gives you an opportunity, I want to, yes, I'm going to knock this out of the park He's like,
0: I auditioned for that
4: McDonald's commercial. <laughs> no. um, now, when, when, when,
2: when you go, like, to actually do the uh, the voiceover, do they have, like, the game playing so you know what you're doing, or is it just... No, no the game that's the... Game
3: movie, yeah, right? that's the other thing is, like, so much of what we do is, like, theater of the mind. It's It's, like...
4: I have, uh, you're actually and, auditioning right now, Andy. Are you? Yeah, go <laughs> yeah. and yeah, one more time, a little
1: faster, a <laughs> little funnier. Come Kenny, on, louder. Kenny's not coming back. it up. Put it down. Put it down.
3: Uh, no, you, you go in and it's you know, um, it's theater of the mind. I mean, right. and when we record for Marvel's Avengers uh, Assemble, it's it's uh, it, we it's theater of the mind, but it's like a giant radio play. We are all sitting around. You guys uh, are all like there. A, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. To get to do that it's like an ensemble. Usually in video games, you're you're recording solo. Uh, with Arkham Origins, I got a lot of opportunities to re- uh, to work with Martin Jarvis, who provides the voice of Alfred, which was awesome. That was incredible. The guy's like eh, just super cool. I-, I said, if I could have a sliver of that man's coolness <laughs> at-, at that age, I will be just fine in life. Um, but but that was a rare situation. Usually, you're by yourself to isolate all the audio, so they can plug it into the game where they need it. Um, uh, shoot, what was your question? It was
1: uh, no, I mean that's kind of it. The the process of recording the yeah. voice. Cause, yeah, because I mean, for
2: some reason I thought there was just someone playing the no. video game. was like, okay, act to this, please. <laughs>
3: no, and this this also speaks to why you were saying, like, you know, do you uh, how do you prepare? I had a lot of people ask, like, you know, what do you do to get in the you know get into your character and that kind of thing? There's so many times you, you don't have an opportunity to really, I guess, stay in this character because the 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 process is like. It's like playing football. and Not that I played football, but it's like, you know, you, you go to the line of scrimmage, you hike the ball. It's three to eight seconds worth of madness, and then it's like everybody regroups. You go to the huddle. We talk about it some more. We <laughs> decide what we're going to do on the next play, right. and then you go do that. And voiceover is the same thing. So there's I, – I don't want to overprepare for what I'm going to do in a session because I – we don 't record in a linear fashion oftentimes, so yeah. it's like i don't know if, if we're if we're doing the end scene right now right. or the beginning of the right. game or if it's smack dab in the middle and and you rely very heavily on your director and your your the creatives the people who have the the knowledge Eric Holmes, who knows everything, they, can, they, they know the context. it's their game right. I and mean, it's like and and you it sounds like that actor like you know sort of like pretentious you know <laughs> Uh, I am but your lump of clay but that's the reality <laughs> it's like I'm the tool I I I've, I've been I've been given this opportunity to take these vocal cords that you guys like for whatever reason cuz right. I'm like a lot of people I hear my own voice and go that's what I sound like and they go in and say here's the thing you, you, this scene alfred is telling you this or in this scene you're doing that and and you need yeah. to and it so you go okay so okay so the context is this okay and you do it and they go no 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 one more time louder or uh-huh. then eric steps in and goes you're much farther away look the characters cuz everybody's Imagining, and then they go and they animate and right. they plug it in, they program yeah. it. So it's a, it's a huge collaborative effort that, that hundreds of people are responsible for the character.
1: Um, l- let me pause you real quick. Let a caller. Uh, is this you, Dave? Yo, what's up, man? (laughs) Uh, On the line, we got Dave Gordon. He's the writer of the Airwolf comic book that just came out yesterday from Lion Forge Comics. You guys can get it on uh, the—if you're an iOS user, you can get it on the Comics Plus app, which is— I I, I read the book yesterday on the Comics Plus app. This is uh, Dave Gordon, the writer of Airwolf. How does that feel when you hear that, uh, Mr. Gordon? I know we just spent a whole weekend in New York together. It feels good. It feels good.
4: (laughs) It feels real good.
1: And uh, what's the response been to Airwolf so far? Uh, I know that the comments um, only have been out for a day, but uh, I urge all the geeks us to go out and
4: pick it up. Well, I actually haven't had anybody review the book yet or give me any feedback. What? Um, <laughs> I yeah, gave no, it stars on the nobody, plus. Nobody out. has told me how, that they read the book and liked it or hated it or what right. yet.
1: Well, that, that's uh-huh. not true, David, because some of the artwork that came out, you did get some feedback. Is that not true? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Airwolf is like a stealth helicopter. Oh, yep, dude, re- I remember they, the series. a lot. They released this, this thing, and Airwolf's got, like, missile, what does it have? It's, like, guns or missiles on it, and you got some flack because you were reinventing the helicopter, which I'm surprised yeah. people remember. I guess that's just dating me, though
3: you got to pardon my ignorance. No. Was this a comic series it- prior to the TV series that no. I remember as a
1: kid? No. Well, the TV series was first, and then yep. David got hired to do the, oh, that's the, the comic, and I got cool. hired to do Miami Vice, but I'm keeping Miami Vice in continuity with the TV series. David was like, I got this. <laughs> nice. And he just jumped in the copter and made it his own thing, and I read it yesterday, and I don't remember anything from the TV series, so, like, David's airwolf is kind of my airwolf.
2: And yeah, that's that's a good thing to do, though, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, Maybe really, and, and,
3: and the people that are arguing, David, I would imagine are in their 40s, and they should be doing better things with their life. And, you know what I mean? How dare well, well, you?
4: Well, here's the problem. Here's, here's the problem. The people that are arguing or, or upset, they haven't even read the book. That's why when Johnson asked me, has anybody read the book, gave you feedback? No.
1: Right. The book literally everybody, just came out.
4: Yeah. Everybody that outright rejected it just saw the picture of the, of the helicopter and was like, I'm done.
3: Right. So wait a minute, you mean to tell me that the internet <laughs> the bastion of positivity <laughs> that it is, people are giving you negative feedback without even actually experiencing your product?
4: <laughs> That's crazy. Exactly. Which is exactly well, what we were
1: just talking about. Right. And Batflick.
4: It's yeah. a small I will say this, it's a small minority, but they were people that were fans of the show. Yeah. Back when you know, they were in junior high, high school, grade school, whatnot, so they feel that um They have a certain affinity for the show, which I understand. Um, But uh, what they don't understand is that when you're taking a uh, concert, especially one that's really heavily technology-based and has ties to the military and all of that stuff, and you got kids playing Battlefield and Call of Duty, you're not going to be able to pass a certain look past that audience.
3: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, you got you got to update it and add some guns. (laughs) <laughs> but you're not—you're not touching. <laughs> I mean, Ernest Bornein's character. You're not touching that, though, right? Like you're keeping that the same, right?
4: Uh, well, see what had happened was. Um, <laughs> let's just say that. He's going through some changes over here. <laughs> <laughs> Delicately, <laughs> you you, Delicately handled. handled.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what about Ray a to <laughs> say <laughs> that and <to> making <laughs> changes <laughs> to something?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, we hung out a little weekend, and all I know is that, like, <laughs> I, we were joking about the feedback to the helicopter. And, and I'm feeling good about myself because I'm like, well, I'm keeping everything in continuity, and I'm safe, and the fans are going to love me, and they're going to hate you, David. And then all of a sudden, he goes, "Just wait until you see that they, what they did." I can't, I can't say it on the air, can I?
4: Yeah, he's going ahead. The book's out now, so
1: yeah. But ready. A, he made Ernest Borgnine's character black. <laughs> is oh, that, is that you're
4: screwed. <laughs> and right? not only that, he's a young black guy. Yeah, all
1: the races. But it's a though. different medium. All the, all I mean, races. it's like obviously
4: you're going to
3: obviously you're going to take
1: what? God. all the races are going to be like, yeah. oh hell no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mama said no. But you know,
0: you leave Ernest Borgnine no.
4: alone. But, but here's the funny part. Here's the funny part that people don't know. I'm a big Borgnine fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I, I I used to watch McHale's Navy all this stuff when I was a kid, McHale's Navy. All this Poseidon stuff, Adventure, though. but here's how you
3: handle it: you just say my, my first choice was actually like either Bieber or Cyrus, and so just be happy that I went with and then they'll be like,
2: oh, we love this idea, then. this is great. Yeah, I couldn't well, claim the David.
1: likeness rights for Bieber, but uh, yeah. Ernest Borgnine was, you know, it's totally fine with this.
2: I always feel like if you're gonna make one change, you might as well make all the changes. Yeah, right. Instead of like making one change with and the... keeping everything else the yeah, same. Yeah, it, it wasn't make like it you know
1: when I walked out of Dar- the 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 Man of Steel. I was like, oh, I did kind of miss mm-hmm. John Williams' score, but uh, Adrian Ascario, one of the producers who's been on the show before, he goes, Jonathan, uh, he had a great point. He goes, Warner Brothers needed a new re- – I mean, they want to revamp mm-hmm. Superman. You can't keep any of it, mm-hmm. yeah. Even the John Williams score, which we all love from the mm-hmm. Superman movies, and I think David's right. Like, You can't make a right. new Airwolf and no. just keep like – yeah. that'd be weird. It's like, oh, it's got missiles and everything, and here's Ornus borg <laughs> <hanging out. laughs> Here's this old dude hanging out.
4: <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, are you yeah, gonna address he's kind uh, heavyset guy, and he's supposed to be flying this super sleek. True. Yeah, he passed his military yeah, tests.
1: He, he, <laughs> he, he passed yeah. all. He passed all those physicals. <laughs> he, he passed his military physicals. They're the they're the best of the best at eating cheeseburgers. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Out of breath, climbing into it. Right. Starting main engines.
1: The, <laughs> hey, uh, do you know what sales are like yet? Can you uh, can you tell me what's waiting for me?
4: Actually, right now I can tell you that Night Rider and Airwolf are the number one and number two books on Comics Plus for the second day in a row. That's That's awesome! Congrats! Congrats,
1: Congrats, David. Way to go, dude! I can't wait to just knock you guys. Now here's another (laughs) bit
4: of good news. Uh, I I got to announce. Yeah. Within the next few next few hours, the Kindle version will be ready for the Android. All our Android users. So everybody else, bad at us. Yeah. To say that we didn't like Android, no, that's not the case. It was the issue with the uh, with Comics Plus, but we're working on it. Until then we've already got it ready to go on Kindle. We're just waiting on them to we'll put it up. Once it's up, you can start downloading it.
1: Very cool. Uh, thank you, David. Giving more people reasons to hate you and then love you <laughs> after they've actually experienced <laughs> it. Yeah. It's like, Oh, we hate you even more. We can't even get to look at the thing that we wanted to hate. Uh but oh, now they can. Yeah. Uh, David, it was great hanging out with you in New York. I can't wait for Kamikaze. You guys are all going to be in there. So if you guys want to meet David, come to Kamikaze. You're going to be Kamikaze, Rod?
3: No, I'm not. Oh,
1: my. Oh. Ah. Sorry. Oh, oh. That's the one I'm going to be. Yeah. yeah, that's the one he's going to be. At. Hey, Sorry, Dave, guys. Okay, when wait? is it? <laughs> it's November 1st through the 3rd at the LA Convention No, Center. I
3: can't. I got a thing. Just, you know,
1: I got a something. Is, my mom's calling or something. But I Andrew know, and all the, fans, fans, all fans all fans all the Fangasm kids will be there, right? Yeah, they're all, all going to be Is there. that where we find out if you guys get the job at Kamikaze? I, I
2: think it's I the last episode yeah. okay. Okay. that yeah, the uh, announced. Okay,
1: so this week, this following, this this next week, week, they're going to announce who from the house in Fangasm gets gets the the, job uh, at Kamikaze, but then you'll be the one sweating your ass off at Kamikaze (laughs) November 1st through 3rd. Yep. Alright, that'd be me. It's gonna be fun. Wear the Jurassic Park shirt. I, I think you I'm that shirt. Good, I'm you know? I'm yeah. I, I feel like you wear that shirt a lot. In the show. I, I love the Jurassic Park. Well, shirt. I mean, sci-fi is a part of you know <laughs> Universal Television and all that stuff. Was it like you guys had to be like, uh, you can't wear that, you can't wear that Jurassic Park? Wear that a lot. We're the that a the lot. thing the is, wear like, they have a fourth yeah, movie yeah. coming out. They,
2: they yeah. said <laughs> when we were filming, I could wear whatever I wanted, and then just in interviews is when I was. No, like,
1: restricted. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No labels. Yeah. yeah. I would have worn just like fishnet shirts. There you go. I, I, I would have just, just sold Band-aids. it. I would have just sold it.
2: Well, I, I suck at packing. So they're like, all right, pack for like a month. And then uh-huh. I came in there and everyone had like four suitcases and I had like a backpack. I'm like, oh, yeah. I really yeah, want but to You're pack. local. Nice. You're local. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> so, there
1: was a chance for you to run home and grab some <laughs> more clothes, though, right? You're local. No, I, they,
2: they wouldn't let me go anyway. They don't so. let you go home? No, I had like when my girlfriend came totally over. Totally sequestered. She, she, yeah. My girlfriend came over and she just had a big bag of clothes for me. This past episode, your girlfriend came over. <laughs> That's awesome. um,
1: so Roger, tell me, and I know that we're doing kind of the interview backwards, but like, how did mm-hmm. you get started on all this voice actor? Because you're friends with Yuri Lowenthal and Tara yeah, yeah. Platt. Tara Platt, yeah, yep, they've been guests on the show. Um, well, how did you get started?
3: I got started. Um, I was based down in uh, Orange County, and um, I, my whole life as a kid, I was a bit of a goofball. I was always doing silly voices and characters and stuff. And then in high school, was doing voices and characters and theater arts and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Got out, um, you know, bounced around junior college for about a month before going. This stinks. I don't want to do this right now. Right and uh and and so i worked a lot um eventually started going back to college around 23 24 and uh but at that time i started just doing stand up and uh, i had gone back and talked to an old high school theater arts instructor uh, which was awesome too, because she 's uh retiring this coming year it 's like your
1: Yoda and uh, <laughs> she was and, yeah. in a lot of ways it oh, was I'm really not
3: I went back and uh, and, and she <clears throat> i brought her i I purchased a, a showing of planes when it came right. out oh and, yeah, you brought planes? her down yeah, which was yeah, yeah i 'm not geeking out on that stuff at all <laughs> um, and and I brought her down and I was just like look because in a lot of ways she when I went. I, did this uh, little stand-up routine for her back at the high school. I went back as an adult and said, I'm thinking about doing this. I want to bounce it off somebody who knows me, what I do kind of thing. She goes, yeah, come over after classes. Well, you know, I'll, I'll see what you got. So I do this little routine, and, and she looks at me, and she's just, you know, quiet. And she's like, you want me to be nice, or do you want me to tell you what I think? Mm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And I'm like, obviously, tell me what you think. And yeah. she goes, where are your voices? Where are your characters? Because you were always the the character guy. You were always the, the goofball. She yeah. was like, you were, you were my little Robin Those Williams. were your strengths, yeah. Yeah, well, that was the outlet. And uh, and I went oh okay so I started doing these voices and characters in my act instead of like being observational I would just don the character kind of thing and 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 have you laugh at me as the character kind of thing and then as a result I was doing stand-up and really kind of just trying to you know keep keep it's a tough road to hoe of course um, yeah. and uh, and and the further I got into it I started hearing more people go like hey you got a good speaking voice and you, and, and I was emceeing and doing that kind of thing and hosting corporate gigs and stuff and they were like you do a lot of characters and voices, you should think about voiceover. And I was like, well, all right. And then finally I was trying out for the Aspen Comedy Festival and I think Julie Brown, Judy Brown... Um, was there at the Improv and Irvine to to evaluate ten of us who had been selected to perform? Julie that night. Brown, I think. The girl it's Julie from Earth Brown, girls were easy. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not quite. Was she hot? Uh, Is it, should I? Yeah, no? I liked her. No. then. did she ask about me? I don't know no. what she was. Like. Uh, <laughs> she was there. It was it was somebody who was in the decision making process sure. of the uh, of the Aspen Comedy Festival, and they were evaluating all of us. And she finally went down the row like, "You great stage presence, love this. And, you know, why are you doing props? Don't do prop comedy. You this this." And then finally, she comes to me. and She goes, um, "Who represents you for voiceover?" And, and we were like, I was like nobody. Yeah. And she goes, Oh, you do a lot of characters and voices. You should really look into that. And so I did. And I finally was like, Okay, nobody's asking me about my comedy anymore. They just want to <laughs> know what <laughs> am I doing this stuff. So I, I Googled it and I took classes in, in commercial voiceover and, and then got discovered, as they say. The rest was history. Do, That's you, insane. do you miss
2: doing stand-up at all? Not at all.
3: <laughs> 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 when I'm behind a VO mic, nobody's drunk and telling me I suck, unless it's a really bad session. So,
1: Well, uh, that is what he's good at. Um, and you guys can check it out next week when Batman Arkham Origins hits for Xbox, mm-hmm. PS3. Mm-hmm. And it all, is it coming out on PC as well next week? I believe, yeah, you know what? Maybe. I don't want to answer that because I, right. I don't.
3: sometimes they delay those releases, but I, it might be. But he's
1: Batman. <laughs> this guy is Just... Batman. And Archimedes he's also well. Captain America on Avengers Assembled on Disney XD. And uh, go watch Planes. Please. With yeah. your kids. Uh, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I watched them on the plane on the way to New York and I almost got arrested for it. Uh-oh. Uh, no, but, uh, and then Andrew Duvall, you can watch him next week on the finale yes. of yeah. Fangasm. That's going to be a two-hour finale yeah. on Fangasm And then i got a web sci-fi. series coming out. He's got uh, a web series coming out. On the that 29th. He's going uh, to promote the hell out of on Geekscape. And uh, I love having you as co-host. Yeah. For Johnny Ice, Johnny Icebox on Twitter. Uh, Roger Kirk Smith on Twitter. We've got Andrew Duvall on Twitter. I'm Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. Go check out Geekscape. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Search for Geekscape. Be our friends and geekscape.net. Of course, we'll see you guys next week. All right? Peace. We love you guys.
3: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.